Radio Room presents John, Ken, Evangel, Ben. I'd like you to meet Berkeley Monroe, my partner. Your partner? We've already met after a fashion, but let me do it properly. Commissioner John Carraway, but you can call me John. But never commission, you get me? That was one and done. Message received, com- John. Well, you already know who I am. Ken Clayton, nice to meet you properly, Berkeley. I'd offer you a signed photo for your mom, but I can tell a fib a mile away. In my defense, keeping my identity a secret was the plan. Don't worry. Ken and me, we know all about keeping secrets. But you already knew that, Nurse Berkeley. It's nice to see you out of the hospital, Ben. I think I'm the only one who hasn't met you, masked or otherwise. Evangel Stewart Brown. Pleasure to meet you. I really hope you know what you're getting yourself into. Excuse me? Now, I imagine you are all wondering why I brought you here today. <laughs> what? Sorry, I've been reading a lot of Agatha Christie. <laughs> all of us here, in a drawing room. <sighs> I'll let the Green Llama take it from here. <laughs> Thank you, Ken. Over the past few weeks, we've seen this city ripped apart from the inside. Gang warfare, old enemies returning, a terrorist attack... All of it horrific, seemingly random events. This is the part where you say they're all connected. I believe a direct line can be drawn from the breakout of the Giovanni Weinstein War to the terrorist attack. The attack was a coordinated event, beginning with the assassination of Councilman Milligan and culminating with the bombings across the city. My boys and I were on the back foot for days, trying to keep the city from falling into madness. Arresting looters, helping the injured, heck, even trying to coordinate traffic. Hell, technically speaking, I should be trying to arrest you, Jethro, on account of being the Green Llama. I didn't get home to Helen and the kids for nearly three days. And I still haven't gotten around to finding those damn warplanes. You think this gang war was started by some third party? But if Carraway and his men were already overwhelmed, why escalate? Don't you see? Whoever is behind all this planned to keep the police busy for as long as possible. But they didn't plan on the Buddhist bastard. No offense. You're right. Whoever is behind this didn't plan for me. My return forced them to escalate. So thanks to you, the bad guys blew up a quarter of the city. What do you need us to do? Divide and conquer. John, I need you to use your position to sneak into City Hall. This is the cipher Berkeley found on Falstaff. The one Eddie Hangnail was transporting. Exactly. The paper it was written on came from City Hall. You can't be suggesting whoever is behind all this is in our government. Or they're working with the mastermind. Take Ken with you. Me? What can I do there? None of us should be going out alone, and right now we have no idea who we can trust beyond the people in this room. I'm sure Caraway can get you a uniform and an unused badge. Besides, you played a policeman and Penny for your thoughts. Was barely a speaking part. Speaking of trust, I want to talk with Councilman Snyder. He's still at the hospital, healing up from his bullet wound. He's in the private ward for all the hoity-toities. I can get you in without having to deal with any of the usual bureaucracy. Great. And what about me, Jethro? I'm short a leg, but I still want to help. I've got something you and I need to do together, Ben. Good luck to all of us. We'll need it. Om Mane Padme Hom. The Green Lama strikes for justice.
After fighting the Nazis on the front lines, Jethro Dumont has returned to New York to find the city under attack by an unknown mastermind. Now, the Green Llama and his allies must work together to uncover the truth before it's too late. It's so weird coming back to City Hall. All the barricades, the scorch marks, the rubble. Looks like a war zone. Yeah, you were on the outskirts of it. Imagine being in the middle of it. I can't even begin. You'd think I'd get used to this sort of madness, but I never do. Okay, John. I have a question. Shoot. How did you ever wear these things? Now, don't get me wrong. The boy in blue is a look that I've appreciated, but this uniform is just... It's snug in all the wrong places. Didn't you wear one for that film? Yes, but Florence Tanner is an amazing seamstress. Well, sadly, she isn't on the New York City Police Department's payroll. Do you have anything else to add, or are you just going to whine about your uniform? Since you asked, I am quite curious how you plan to go about finding the source of this cipher. We've got this to start with. Jethro was right. This paper is indeed from City Hall. I've gotten plenty of sternly worded letters from this building to recognize the seal of the city on top of the page. But there's barely anything on it. Just a few letters and the edge of a circle. It doesn't exactly narrow it down to a person. This is true, but we've got something that'll help us. Most of the cipher was washed away in the river. But not all of it. See? Um, not really. How can you tell? Here. Let me get my flashlight and show you. Okay. You see the letters now? Huh. Yeah. They're sort of... faintly darker than the rest of the paper. How'd you figure that out? I'm the commissioner of police, Ken. I know how to solve mysteries. The llama showed you. Eh, the llama showed me. Still doesn't narrow things down. It's not even the full cipher. It gives us our mastermind's penmanship. Everyone's handwriting is unique. The way I write the letter A looks a heck of a lot different than the way you write it. With this and copies the llama made for us, we can look over everyone's writing and see whose lines up. You're telling me we're going room to room and find documents with handwriting that matches this cipher. How? You might recall there was an assassination, a shootout, and a bombing here last week? I remember hearing about it on the news. Well, that means, until further notice, this whole building is a crime scene. Which means, besides the guards outside, you and I have the run of the building. This is gonna take all day, isn't it? The Green Llamas spoiled you, Ken. Police work is in all shootouts and running down corridors. Most of the time, it's a slow and methodical investigation. Sounds a little boring. It is very boring. Come on. Let's get started in the mailroom. How did I end up with a boring job? I don't need to tell you, Miss Monroe, had it not been for that letter from Commissioner Carraway explaining that you would help the wounded at City Hall, you would have been fired. I completely understand that, Nurse Hannah. I would promise that it won't happen again, but the way things have been going recently, one never knows when danger will strike. I just can't understand why the commissioner asked you to check in on Councilman Snyder, but he made it quite clear to the administrator of the hospital that we were to let you in. I'm just trying to help my fellow man. That's why I became a nurse. So, why does your friend need to be let into the private ward? Oh, Evangel is... I'm Commissioner Carraway's secretary, ma'am. In addition to checking on the state of Councilman Snyder, the commissioner asked me to hand him some important documents. You understand, of course. 
Very well then, you two go ahead, but don't stray. This is a private ward for a reason. What did Snyder say? Pardon? The whole reason we're here? Hmm. Yes. To be honest, I'm not exactly sure what he said. It made your brain crackle? It... what? You know, the feeling in the back of your head whenever you feel like you've heard or saw something that could break a case wide open but you don't know what it is yet? Brain crackles. Hmm. Sure. What is your problem? Miss Monroe, I have no problem with you. I think you're a brave, strong young woman. Ah, oh, shucks. <laughs> who is simply diving headfirst into a dangerous life without any consideration for the consequences on you or the people you love. I know what I'm doing. You think you do. Gary and I, this life chose us. We knew what we were doing when we joined up with the Llama. We knew how dangerous it would be. We knew that our lives would be on the line. And then Gary was murdered. Horribly. Brutally. The last I saw him, he was a twisted shell of his former self. Trapped somewhere between. I keep fighting because that is what he would have done. But I do not want what I suffered to be experienced by anyone else ever again. That was you. Excuse me? The... The, the first Green Llama story Richard Foster published was The Case of the Crimson Hand, Double Detective, April 1940. The Crimson Hand kidnapped a post-debutante. The Green Llama and his assistant rescued her. Not long after, the girl married the assistant. He put that in the pulps? Not your names, but... Those stories inspired me. I can't understand the loss you suffered, but I can tell you that I don't take this choice lightly. In the past few weeks, I've survived shootouts, explosions. I've seen firsthand how dangerous this life can be. That might not be enough for you to fully believe I'm ready for all this. Not yet. So let me prove it to you. Fine. Fine? Fine? You're just going to say fine and leave it at that? The city's on the brink, so it's not like we have a lot of time to gather wool. What room is Snyder in? Uh, um... 124. All right. Should be a few doors down. Just get me in there and follow my lead. If you say so. Hmm. Yes. I think it's almost there. Not sure how I feel about the way the wires are currently connecting, but if I can... Uh... I'll be right with you. I just need to make sure this thing doesn't blow us all to kingdom come. Take your time, Isa. Last thing I want to do is interrupt your work. Jethro? Jethro the Mont? And Ben Mandusa? Allahu Akbar! Oh my! It's been so long since I've seen you both. It's been a few years, Isa. How are you? Oh, I'm, I'm well, I'm well. The Red Sox are doing better than I expected, but I do not expect them to make it into the World Series. You've lived in this city for nearly seven years, Isa. Maybe it's time to start supporting the home team. Support the Yankees? Bah, never. I would die first. But hey, there's always the Dodgers. That Jockey Robinson's got a mean swing. Uh, if not the Red Sox, I don't care, but I'm sure you're not here to talk baseball. To be honest, I'm not exactly sure why we're here. Old Jolly Green Buddhist here has been mum on the whole thing. Well, I will confess I called ahead. That he did. But I believe that what you called for is not what my dear friend Ben requires. That is true. No. Ben needs something a bit more specialized. Mm, yes, yes. I can see that. I have just the thing. Jethro, can you 
tell me what the heck is going on? I brought you here so Issa could build you a prosthetic leg. If we're gonna win this, Ben, we're gonna need you at full strength. Oh, I... Jethro, that means... Don't thank me yet. For all you know, I may wind up getting you killed. But you're with us. Unless you're out. I'm with you. That's good to hear, Ben. After all this time, it's good to say. We're all in this with you. We've always been and always will be. Councilman? Mm. Yes? Hi, my name is Berkeley Monroe. I'm a nurse here at the hospital. Commissioner Carraway asked me to bring Miss Stuart Brown here to meet you. Ah, yes. Evangel. How are you? I'll leave you two alone. I am well, all things considered. How's the bullet wound? Sore, but I'll take it. I'm glad to hear that, Councilman. It's too bad you don't have the Green Llama's radioactive salts. Those would have healed you right up. Radioactive salts? Something from another time. Huh. Well, I have the feeling that John didn't send you here just to make sure I was healing up. What can I do for the good commissioner? He's trying to piece together some of the events of the day. The day in question being the attack on City Hall? What does John need to know? Well, he thinks whoever's behind the attack on City Hall might be someone who is working from inside City Hall. You cannot be serious. It's what the commissioner told me. Those words actually reek of the Green Llama. Can't say I disagree. What proof does he have? He's working on a theory and a hunch. Well, that's something, barely. We haven't gotten to the point where I can help. Have you noticed any of the other councilmen acting strangely? That wouldn't really narrow it down. Pardon me, but Dr. Kaplan needs to check up on the councilmen. I'll only be a moment. We need to make sure that wound is healing up. Of course, Doctor. Let's just get you behind this curtain, Councilman. Oh, no. What's wrong? Get behind me. Under his lab coat. He's got a gun! How many hours have we been in this mailroom, John? Twenty minutes. Calm down, Clayton. What did I tell you before? Detective work takes patience, and patience means not whining every five minutes. I'm not whining. Sure. Wait. John, come over here. If you're going to complain to me about paper cuts again, I'm going to... No, no, no. Look at this. The watermarks are the same, right? I'm not just imagining it. Which is plausible after looking through so many sheets of paper. No, you're definitely not imagining it. See, this matches the bit of paper Berkeley found. This entire ream of paper matches it. Now the question is, whose office did it come from? You'd think they'd write it on the letterhead. You know, beside the seal of New York? This must be a batch of lemons. Paper like this would usually come with the letterhead printed on it. Uh, unless... Unless? What if the point isn't to have a letterhead? What if the watermark is the letterhead? Not sure I follow. Think of it this way, Ken. You're sending out letters filled with ciphers. Secrets you don't want the rest of the world to see. But the ciphers themselves can be intercepted by a third party, broken, and then used against the conspirators, like the Brits did with Enigma. What's one way you can make sure the people you're sending the ciphers to know it's from the right source? The watermark. Exactly. To anyone else, this is just another ream of paper which is why the conspirators would feel comfortable leaving it out in the open like this. But in the right hands, this might as well be as good as a cipher itself. Makes sense. But this doesn't get us any closer to who uses these pages. Whatever box these were shipped in is long gone, as is the name of the recipient. Uh, Two steps forward, one step back. 
It's still forward momentum, which means we're getting closer. Now we just need to start checking every office. Great. Evangel, Councilman, get back! That's no doctor at all! Let go of me, you damn girl! Might not have my clubs, but I can handle this idiot. What are you doing? Trying to get his gun! His what? The good doctor here is carrying a little more than a stethoscope. Evangel, it's in the shoulder harness! I see it. Get back, you... That's enough, Dr. Kaplan. I've got your gun. I don't know who you really are, but I doubt you're bulletproof. So why don't you calm down before my trigger finger slips? All right, all right. You got me cornered. You. You were one of the goons who attacked City Hall. I thought I recognized your face. You'd be surprised how much a pair of glasses works as a disguise. Now, Doctor, I guess you won't mind answering a few questions. Like who sent you? I'm afraid I can't answer that. I really beg to differ. Please, why don't you answer the nice lady with the gun who sent you? The Society. Well, that narrowed it down. Another generic-sounding group of villains? The Murder Corporation. The Collective. Now, the Society. I've had my fill. I lost my husband because of men like him who thought they knew better than everyone else. So let's try again. Who sent you? I think you need to put that gun away. A man walks into a room with a gun. What do you think he was going to do? And what does he expect me to do if I turn this on him? Whatever it was, I don't think it's something you should do. You're lucky Berkeley has a bigger conscience than me, Doctor. Councilman... I think it's fair to say this hospital might not be good for your health. I'm inclined to agree. Berkeley, do you think you can tie up our new friend? Absolutely. Excellent. Let's take him and Snyder someplace safe. Getting them both out of the hospital like this without anyone noticing will be a trick. Hmm, you're probably right. Whoa! You could have warned me before you decided to pistol whip the goon. Element of surprise. Jean would have done it. Did Jean at least know how to communicate better than you? <sighs> Follow my lead. Here, stay put. I'll get us a couple of wheelchairs and maybe a blanket. Okay, I'll admit it. I have no idea what's going on right now. <laughs> Join the club. Do you have any idea what Issa's doing back there? I do. But you're not going to tell me. Why ruin the surprise? I don't usually like surprises. You're just saying that because of what happened in Berlin. <laughs> Nazi vampires. I already knew they were bloodsuckers, but that was one step too far. There we are. All finished. What the heck is that, Issa? This is your new leg, my dear Mr. Mendoza. Something I've been working on for... Uh, I cannot say how long. A unique design, I would say. I don't mean to be critical, Issa, but that doesn't look like a leg. More like a curved butter knife. Yes, yes, yes. A keen eye and a good use of language. This design will give you the range of motion. A more traditional prosthetic wouldn't. Guess it's better than a peg leg. (sighs) All right, I'll try it on. I'll give you some privacy. Issa, there's that other thing we need to discuss. Ah, yes, yes. I was able to build what you requested, though I confess I believe it will be uh, 
A little small for you. It's not for me. Oh, has... Is this... <clears throat> I do not want to assume, but... I will confess my hope. Has Miss Farrell returned? No. Though that is a hope I still cling to myself. And I suppose it is one I shall continue to hold as well, but... Then who is this item for? An ally. Ah, I see. And you believe they are ready for this? Ready? I don't know. But I fear none of us are ready for what we are about to face. Isa. Mr. Mendoza! Good to see you walking again, Ben. I... I am. <laughs> oh, this will take a little getting used to, but this is as close as I've ever felt to, to being whole in a very long time. This will be a long road, Ben, but one you will never have to walk alone. <sighs> this is incredibly bold, Miss Stuart Brown. And I say this as someone who dresses up in a costume and hits bad guys. Well, I haven't heard any better ideas. You didn't exactly give us a whole lot of options. Says the girl who jumped a man with a gun. He had a gun! What was I supposed to do? Just wait and see what he would do with it? You could have waited a few more moments. For what? And where do you get off telling me how I messed up when you're the one who pistol whipped him? Could you two perhaps not bicker while we're trying to sneak out of the hospital? We're, we're not, not bickering. bickering. Like an old married couple. Oh, Nurse Monroe. Damn it. Just keep going. I'll try and catch up. What are you going to do? Buy you some time to get the councilman out of here. What about our unconscious friend? He's my problem. Just get the councilman out of here. Yes, Nurse Hannah? Headstrong and impetuous. Do you mind telling me where we're going? After all, there are men roaming around who want to kill me. You'll get used to it. That doesn't tell me where you're taking me. The safest place I know. The Green Llama's Lair. Nurse Monroe, where is the councilman going? Just for some fresh air. He's been cooped up inside so long, he asked to go for a walk with his guest. Hmm. And the man in the other wheelchair? Just a transfer. Meredith was bringing him downstairs to the main ward, but got called away. She asked me to take him down for her. I don't recognize him. Was he brought in recently? Couldn't tell you. Probably came in during the overnight. Where are his charts? You know Meredith. She probably left them at the station. Of all the... Nurse Carson should know that isn't proper procedure. We should always have the patient's paperwork on hand when we're moving them. I'm sure it was just a simple mistake. I'll take him down and make sure it's sorted. It looks like he's waking up. I'll ask him his name and see what it says in the overnight reports. No, that's all right. I've got it. Nurse Monroe. Oh, I am so fired after this. What's happening? Oh, no, you don't. He's knocked out and I'm definitely fired. How many more of these offices do we have to search, John? My paper cuts have paper cuts. And the fingers without paper cuts are dry and brittle. What did I say about complaining about the paper cuts? I swear I didn't think City Hall was this big. I, I, and I spend a hell of a lot of time here. I'm getting the sense you didn't think it would take this long. You'd think wrong. The only thing that City Hall has more of than paper is red tape. Oh, I'm so tired. I didn't even bother to check whose office we're in. Doubt it matters. We can check on the way out. 
Well, I guess we should keep going then. I wonder what Ben and Jethro have been up to today. Something with masks and gunplay. One can hope. Hmm. And I wonder what Evangel wanted to hear from Snyder. <laughs> Beats me. I barely remember what anyone said the day of the attack besides run and hide. I voted for him. Snyder, I mean. He seems like a good egg, despite, you know, being a politician. Yeah, he's all right. He can be a pain in my ass, a little naive, but his heart's in the right place. He proved his mettle last week. Things got tough, and he got tougher. Even when he got shot, he handled it like a champ. I mean, besides all the screaming. Which I guess makes him officially part of the Llama Legion. Because honestly, who amongst us hasn't been shot at least once? Did we ever decide on calling ourselves the Llama Legion? I can't remember. I've always appreciated the alliteration. Eh, it always sounded hokey to me. Like something out of a pulp magazine. To be fair, technically speaking, we are something out of a pulp. Jethro gave his stories to Richard Foster, and Foster did what he did with them. Do you know what he named me in his stories? You know, Ken, I never bothered to read them. Didn't need to relive all our traumatic adventures, but with the pulp flair, real life has just enough flair for... Ken, get over here, quick. What is it? Just bring your flashlight, damn it. Did you find the paper? Did you finally find it? I don't know, maybe. Just shine your light behind the sheet here. Okay. I just need to grab the original. This is it. They match. The watermark and the penmanship. See, the A lines up. Quick, check the door. Whose office are we in? John, you're not gonna like this. Don't tell me this is Milligan's office. No. It's Snyder's. The Green Llama, Episode 6, The Hidden Enemy, written by Adam Lance Garcia. The Green Llama, created by Kendall Foster Crossan. Produced by Adam Lance Garcia. Directed by Steele Philippek. Sound design by Josh Wilson. Music by Brian Matolius. Featuring the vocal talents of Gianmarco Ceresi, Sarah Smithton, Dana Aber, Justin Torres, Brett Druck, Mark Bradley Miller, Ben Mendoza, Mustafa Buonani, and Riley Barrett. The Green Llama is used by permission of Kendra Cross and Burroughs, all rights reserved. On the next episode... I think it's safe to say we're going to have to figure out your involvement in all of this, Councilman. This is starting to feel more and more like our march through France. Hopefully with less gunfire. Hopefully, but I'm doubtful. Me too. What the hell was that? Your guess is as good as mine, circus boy. Stay behind me! Left alone in the inner sanctum of the Green Llama. Well, this worked out far better than I ever could have hoped.